Welcome to the Visible Coaches podcast. I'm Angela Durant and you'll meet Anka Herman a little later. Between us, we have 30 years of business experience. We've started and grown our businesses from nothing but an idea, learning to play to our strengths as introverts in what often feels like an extrovert world. If you have ever felt any resistance to how others tell you you have to market yourself or bear your soul on social media just to get clients, then this podcast is for you. We know the unique challenges that introverted coaches face when it comes to selling their services. So if you're ready to learn how to spot those golden opportunities right under your nose, clarify your message, nurture that market and get more business coming your way, all without sacrificing your energy levels or well-being, then plug your AirPods in and let's go. Well, welcome to the Visible Coaches podcast with Angela and Anka. We have a very juicy but very important topic for you today what to do when your family doesn't support you in your business aspirations or when you're handling negative energy around your home on your environment and that could be for many many reasons it could be different personal problems that are going on behind the scenes could be family illnesses could be caring situations or it could be that just people don't understand what you're trying to accomplish and do. Either way, we all all know that we're the sum of about five or ten people that we're living around all the time. But if that energy becomes really detrimental to you making progress and moving forward, that can present huge problems in trying to grow your coaching, consulting, your solopreneur business. So that's where we're talking today. So it's going deep, it's going meaningful. So stick around and join us. Anka, do you want to start? Yeah, I I, I mean, we've both, both been in business for quite a while. I, it's going to actually, it's going to be 20 years in February for me. <laughs> um, and I've worked with loads of people over time and it feels like everybody's come up against this at some point. Right? And I think the biggest insight I've had is we need to change the question rather than, oh, why don't they support me? Because they won't. Like mm. most of the time, the people around us won't support us the way we want to be supported. So the question becomes, how can I get my needs met in order to build this? you know, and help other people understand what's going on. Because I think the not supporting, sometimes it's really off, op open and obvious. I don't want you to do this business, right? Because they will literally, you know, whoever it is, it can be your partner, it can be your children, it can be your parents, it can be anybody who will really openly say, but it's pretty rare. Most of the time it comes in a lot more of a, like a, a lot more subtle way. It's, it's the, oh, I thought we'd watch a movie tonight when you go and say, hey, I just want to finish that blog post I was writing. You know, that subtle, um, you know, almost a little bit emotional blackmail, you know, so and, and people rarely out to mess up your dreams. People usually come from a place of fear and resistance. They often worry, like, if you spend all this time on your business, what about me? What about our relationship? Where's this going to go? So they're usually more worried about their own place in your life, 
than that they actually have anything against the business. So it's almost like the question is, how can I get my needs met so I get to build the business I want to build? And how can I give them what they really want and not what they ask for? I woke up this morning with a thought floating through my head after having a very difficult personal week. So those of you that are listening or know of my own situation, um, my husband has a terminal cancer diagnosis, not imminent, but terminal. And that presents itself with really quite interesting problems when it comes to running the business. As he gets more um, ill or has ups and down days, that has a huge um, emotional roller coaster response for me. Sometimes I'm not as productive as I want to be. Sometimes um, I don't feel like showing up in the business. And I know that there's several people probably listening to this that you might have caring situations. It might be an elderly parent, it might be caring for younger ones, or there is a dealing, you might be dealing with an illness that you've had and you're trying to then build your business. What I have noticed, particularly in the week that I had, was how long it took me to come back and how much I needed time and space after my husband had um, a hospital admission and I had to administer adrenaline. And it was a bit of a shock. I'd never had to do that before. And it, it really, ironically, just before we were about to start the podcast, I had a telephone call that my doctor had referred me to a care, the, the carer's support and it felt as if it was almost like we kicked each other, we kicked into another gear of support. And I could feel how both um, reticent and almost thankful I was to be having a different conversation around support so that I could run the business. Now, I will say this because it's not right for everybody to continue to run for some people stepping back and not running their business is their choice and that's where they want to be in that caring situation however I've never felt like that particularly as I've been the main breadwinner because I always look for how can I actually increase my capacity without trying to increase my own stress levels hustle and burnout at the same time there has to be a way for us to grow our business and be able to handle those things that are around us at the same time. I've always asked that question. So this morning I woke up with the question on the inside of me in that half light of waking that said, what if the answer to this is increasing my capacity, not decreasing my capacity to cope with negative situations at home? Now that kicked me into a bit of an Einstein moment because what does that look like? Now, I could take that to mean I just push harder and say nothing can cope and just push through it, etc. Um, or I could, you know, work, become a workaholic. And the interesting answer came in the telephone call from the carer's support is there is a way to increase my capacity, but it's going to need an additional level of support that, than I have right now. Now, many of you listening to this will not be dealing with this kind of situation, or you might. If you if you are, then please take heart, because I think we, we as self-employed people, and I've always said it, we need a ridiculous amount of support 
to actually enable us to show up fully and do what we do. There's no holiday pay. There's no sick pay. It all relies on you to launch that business, drive that forward and make progress. But you don't have to do it alone. And I think dealing with one of the things uh, coming from different angles for you here today, but if you're dealing with really quite difficult personal challenges at home, then I think to increase your capacity isn't about spending more time or doing more. It's about looking at what that capacity would look like first and what would be the place where you could get your needs met and support the people around you at the same time. Absolutely. And I think a big piece of that is questioning expectations because it might mean that you won't make progress as fast as somebody else who has 24-7 to dedicate to it, right? And to be at peace with that, you know, and to lead with kindness, to give, <laughs> I had a client saying, you know, and, and he literally said it, it's like, oh, I, I just wish I could be as kind to myself as I am to my clients, mm. right? So I think that I recommend that to everybody to kind of, you know, question, you know, ask yourself every now, now and then, like, am I as kind to myself as I am to my clients or to my family or to everybody else? Because, and make sure you get, especially when there isn't like a negativity in that in that situation where you get a lot of pushback either openly but you know quite often more subtly more this more this kind of eye roll of disappointment you know when you're doing some work where the people around you thought you'd do something with them or for them right so when you're exposed to that all the time it's kind of hard to keep your distance from it emotionally, right? And to not let that drag you down. So how can you create yourself your little bubbles of, you know, decompression bubbles? Like how can you create yourself, you know, I don't know, like the dogs are my saviors, like, you know, a few couple of hours out with the dog and I have time to come down and digest it and let it flow through because the last thing you want is to soak it up and go down the rabbit hole of self-doubt or maybe I shouldn't be doing this because, you know, what will you regret 20 years from now, right? So I think the last thing you want is allow these external pressures to get you to the point where you question your passion and you, you question whether you're, you have what it takes to make this work. So... I think anything you can do to, you know, and, and, you know, taking this space out, it will also give you the time to get the creativity, to have this idea like, oh, actually, this is how I could get support, you know, and because it will require creativity. Sometimes it's like, oh, instead of doing this, that and the other for the kids, how can you get involved? How can you get the kids to be involved in it or do it for or with you? You know, like you have to, get really creative and looking at everything and everyone around you as a possible resource and, you know, create that environment that allows you to build your business while you're also looking after your family or whoever else you're looking after. 
Oh, I love that. It just reminded me of the um, Artist's Way book by Julia Cameron, where she talks about the non-negotiable artist date every week. And I think you've hit the nail on the head around creativity, around the, the importance of, of creatively coming round with solutions and breaking any of the rules or the shoulds. If you find yourself with some shoulds or guilts, around what's going on you want to be doing things in your business and you feel guilty because you're not at home with the kids or you're not here or you're not there it's about being creative around what that time is going to look like being present with the kids for half an hour is much much better or being present with my husband for half an hour or an hour in the evening is much better than me guilt-ridden you know walking past my computer feeling that I haven't done this and I haven't done that. I think, and you're absolutely right about the tiny, tiny steps. I mean, I've been in business 15, 16 years myself now, and there's been definitely times when I've been able to make more progress. But what I have noticed is the importance of that creative leverage, because sometimes I've made just as much progress but I've done it differently and or I've gone back to hire one to one work or we've looked at a different marketing opportunity. And I think it is about doubling down on things that you're already starting to do well, but you don't necessarily need to do faster or more of in, in praise of the slow progress at times can be even better in situations where you feel as if you're battling some level of negativity from those around you and it's and your mental health and your ability to stay energetically in flow becomes so important what we're saying here is there are probably several routes for you they will be probably more creative than you've got in your toolbox right now open yourself up to that and see what comes into your world as a means of support yeah, and I, I love the, you know, looking at it through the lens of creativity, how can you get more creative in finding solutions um, that gets everybody's needs met? There's a lot of hope in there and there's a lot of spaciousness and there's a lot of possibility. So rather than getting dragged down by all the things you can't do the way you want to do them, you know, if you look at it through that, you'll you'll make a lot more progress a lot faster. Yeah. I'd say just avoid the YouTube videos about what to do with a narcissist because it's <laughs> totally unhelpful, <laughs> probably, in the situation. When the mood rises of one person or another, things often look a lot more hopeful and change. And I think there are solutions. I certainly saw one today with the call from a caring agency that I hadn't seen as a creative solution to me just battling on and trying to feel more positive that wasn't a creative space because I was just piling on more thinking and more guilt and yet there is a creative solution so we want to leave you with that thought today that hopeful thought that use creativity and allow yourself one of those artist dates to give yourself the breathing space and the hopefulness to find a way through any negative jungles that you feel that you are battling right now because there is a space for you to be present for yourself for the family and the friends around you and for the business that you're wanting to grow so until next time take care take care
thanks for tuning in to the Visible Coaches podcast. If you've ever felt the pressure to market yourself in ways that don't align with your true nature, this podcast is your sanctuary. If you've enjoyed what you've heard so far, make sure to subscribe to the Visible Coaches podcast on your favorite platform. And we would really be grateful if you could leave us a review. Your feedback means the world to us and it helps us reach more introverted coaches like you. To grab this episode's free resource, visit thevisiblecoachespodcast.com now. That's thevisiblecoachespodcast.com. Let's continue to embrace our introverted strength, create meaningful connections and make waves in the coaching world. Until next time.